Consulting and Management Services for Global Captives in the Insurance Industry. Let's go to the bench. Legal news, information, and interviews from Collins and Lacey, a leading South Carolina defense firm for construction, workers' comp, hospitality, retail, trucking, professional liability, mediation, government, and ethics matters. The views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect that of Collins and Lacey, its management, or employees. This is The Legal Bench. And welcome to The Legal Bench. I'm Michael Burney, Director of Business Development at Collins and Lacey Defense Law Firm in Columbia, South Carolina. Recorded live at the 2022 South Carolina Captive Insurance Association meeting, here's Collins and Lacey Defense Attorney Robert Peel with his special guest. I'm here at the South Carolina Captive Insurance meeting with Anne-Marie Toll. She's the Senior Vice President at Highland for Global Captive Solutions. Anne-Marie, uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Rob. I'm glad to be here and back in Charleston. Tell me what Highland does. Highland is a national global broker and in our division, which is Global Captive Solutions, we manage captives. We consult on captives from feasibility through implementation and also work with existing captives on strategic assessments and reviews as far as expanding lines of coverage and even all the way through exit strategies with our clients. What type of businesses do you see that are members of a captive? Actually, it's interesting because it ranges from not-for-profits to transportation to healthcare, it really touches any industry from our perspective. If you have risks and you're looking to retain some risk and finance risk, it can apply to many different types of organizations. Uh, right now, for instance, we're working with several not-for-profits that are faced with the hard market and faced with trying to get appropriate liability coverage for the activities that they have and and it's proven to be challenging. Why would a, uh, a business look to join a captive instead of using commercial big insurance? Right. Great question. When we look at organizations that are exploring a captive as an opportunity, it typically is they are looking for more control. They need control, and that means commanding control with the traditional markets, showing and demonstrating that they have the loss history to prove that they can retain their risk, and then opening the door to other markets, alternative markets through the reinsurance uh, capacity that they have access to. And, you know, the reasons people pursue a captive versus traditional is because they have the proven loss history. They have the risk appetite and philosophy to retain those losses and manage them to their liking. And so I always say it's controlling your own destiny. And I think a lot of organizations have the sophistication and they have the data to prove that. How long does it take to either become a member of a captive, get approved, have your claims that you're reviewed, financial requirements, whatever else is included in that? How long does that process usually take? Today, there are several different types of captives that people can avail themselves of including a group captive. If you want to become a member with other like-minded people in a group captive, that process can take anywhere from one to three months. If you want to establish your own, what's called single parent captive, pure captive, that process I typically tell people can take four to six months if you do it properly um, with the appropriate 
uh, analysis that takes place um, related to your losses and setting it up properly in the domicile that you select, such as the great state of South Carolina here. And you should allow that time to be able to make the right decisions, get your key, key stakeholders involved in the program and their buy-in and approval. I get a feeling after talking to you that you may manage captives in other states other than South Carolina. Is that accurate? Correct. We, we are an onshore and offshore domicile manager for captives. The captive climate in South Carolina, do you notice any differences compared to other states or even across the pond? Absolutely. Uh, South Carolina has always been a uh, you know fair and flexible and firm domicile. I think with, with Joe McDonald at the helm now and seeing some of the changes that they've instituted and in welcoming new business, I think South Carolina will continue to, to fare extremely well. They are preferred domicile for our clients. Uh, we currently manage clients here and we're looking to establish more captive clients in this space in South Carolina. I think they are very open and willing to learn about unique structures and unique business opportunities that will help South Carolina flourish. We're, we're definitely a pro-business state and uh, we like that. How many captives do you oversee or manage? Yeah, so today we are approaching um, in the 70s to almost 80s, uh, the number of captives that we're involved with and manage. Uh, our hope is sometime next year we'll cross the threshold of 100 different types of insurance and captive entities under our management. So we've been growing rapidly since I joined Highland three years ago, and we're very proud of our success and growth um, with the customization of our solutions that we are putting in place for our clients. Did you have an uh, insurance background before you got involved with uh, Highland? My background, I've been in the industry almost 30 years. I'm a, a, an accounting major, uh, went into public accounting, I'm a CPA and did tax structuring work for insurance companies and captives prior to joining large global broker brokerages, prior to joining Highland. So I had a tax background and an accounting background and then picked up insurance knowledge during my years in public accounting and then obviously through my experience with working with large global insurance brokers expanded that knowledge. Are you uh, seeing trucking motor carriers uh, being receptive, receptive to the captive programs? Absolutely. Uh, transportation, the transportation industry, uh, trucking associations, a lot of them have had captives for many, many years, um, dating back to the 80s and 90s when there were some, you know, other issues surrounding insurance and securing insurance. Um, I've been involved in my years, especially in the 90s and the 2000s, with transportation companies and trying to find cost-effective insurance. And I think that area is still expanding today because as we know with logistics, we, we know what's happened through the pandemic. Uh, now it's needed more than ever with, with logistically getting things across the country or across the world. So I think finding that cost-effective auto insurance is very important for a lot of organizations. So I, I see a continued expansion there. And I mentioned motor care specifically, but could other captive members maybe be a delivery service or a rent a pair, something that's got vans or something like that? 
Absolutely. Um, I know that there are organizations that are out there that are seeking solutions because they are the rent or the shared services, uh, you know, the, the shared economy that we live in today. And it's a challenge for them to find cost-effective insurance. And I know I've been involved during the last few years of my career with exploring opportunities for captives for these types of organizations. Some of them have established, some have not because it hasn't been the correct timing. But it is, I think, something that will continue as we look at logistically what's happening in this space. Anne-Marie, uh, it was a pleasure to meet you and I hope to see you again at this meeting next year. Excellent. Thank you, Rob. And for the latest legal news and information of interest to South Carolina businesses, join us right here for the next episode of The Legal Bench. You've been listening to The Legal Bench from the South Carolina defense firm Collins & Lacey. Learn more at collinsandlacey.com.